0: hello hello my friends my family my community my tribe welcome to the hippie moms podcast welcome tell me do you ever hear that little jingle in your head (laughs) just kidding my kids i sometimes hear my kids singing it and i think it's the cutest thing i'm like yay um welcome back oh my goodness do i I have an episode for you. I am so freaking honored to have the opportunity to share this story with you. Kristen Graziano joins us today, and I am so excited to have her here. So I had sent an email regarding another podcast with a woman's story of her struggle um, with with her child. It was actually episode 118, uh, if you want to check it out, with Gina Ferrari. And she was sharing, Gina was sharing about how her, sh- her kid struggled, her son struggled with ADHD, all these behavioral stuff, and how she kind of went through this journey to help her son heal and has seen crazy, amazing, beautiful things happen. And Kristen was just replied and started to tell me, her story about her 12 year old daughter, uh, who had severe depression and suicidal ideations. And Kristen is very holistic. Um, we just really vibe at that just like you do too. I'm sure, you know, vibing at that, living a more holistic and healthy lifestyle. And so we just really connected on that level. And then when she wrote me this email, I had no idea. She wrote me this email and I was like, Oh my gosh, we have to share this. We have to share this with our hippie moms. It is so inspiring and the resources that she talks about are going to be in the uh, show notes. So if you want to find out more about um, the Amen Clinics and some other resources that she talks about, please check out uh, the links. But Kristen is, you know, she's also here like, hey, if there's someone out there that wants to connect and that needs Thinks that you know maybe I can be a conduit of you know pointing someone in the right direction or inspir- inspiring someone, um, then I'll do that. How beautiful is that? So I'm actually including her email in this podcast. She gave me permission to do that. So how amazing! I am so excited. This is like this makes my heart flutter because the more moms that come out and say, listen. Listen, mamas, and they share their story. They give more mothers hope. This is the hero's journey. We're all in some part of our hero's journey. Maybe you're in the thick of it. Maybe you're struggling. You know, maybe you're just coming out. Maybe you're going through an epiphany. Maybe you're going through a transformation and you feel like caterpillar soup, right? Because the worst, we have to deconstruct in order to become a butterfly. And so it's so... Incredible to have this community where we can help each other along the way. Because that's what this is all about is sharing and you know, and living and working towards living a more holistic lifestyle. It's not about turning away from conventional medicine. It's not about saying never. It's about saying what is going to help this whole being heal. And sometimes, just sometimes there might be something that the conventional medical system gives us that is useful. And, but it's not going to be, that's the only way. And so I really want to expand this conversation and we're going to dive deep into this with Kristen. And I am so excited for you to check her story out. And I'm so glad you're here. So let's, let's just dive in. All right, Kristen, welcome. Welcome to the Hippie Moms podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, I am so excited that you're here. I, I know this... You know, um, Kristen reached out to me via email on um, email that I sent and shared your heart about your daughter and the story. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you have to come on and share uh, this story with more moms, because what our goal or not our goal, but our intention is to bring more light and awareness around um, the things that our kids are really struggling with and we're struggling with.
1: Yes, we are. That and. Is-
0: yeah. And so, and, and so through this conversation, we just hope to bring a little light, little inspiration and encouragement for all those struggling. So I'm going to give you the floor. I'd love for you to kind of, uh, tell us your story, how you got here, and then we'll just kind of dive in from there.
1: Awesome. Okay. So I'll start with my daughter. She's, she's now 13, but, um, when she was 12 in seventh grade, she really, really struggled, um, she's always had a little bit of anxiety and she's, she is a very high performer, you know, like she wants to do really well in school and she does, you know, and she just puts a lot of pressure on herself that honestly her dad and I do not put pressure on her for, to do. Um, and so when she, when school went back in, um, session in person, uh, you know, she didn't want to take her mask off. She didn't, and had nothing to do with COVID. um, And she would wear like all black clothes and black pants. She didn't want to be seen and she didn't want to go anywhere. She had a hard time, you know, looking people in the eye and having conversations. But, but at the end of the day, she was also just very severely depressed and she knew she was severely depressed. Mm -hmm. And I am so grateful. The guidance counselor at her school is, was just one of the most incredible people on this journey because she would hold space for her and allow her to come into her office. And she, you know, she's got a, um, service dog that would be with her, you know, just, it was, it was just so nice to have that. But as parents, we were really struggling with like, how do we help her, you know? And, were uh, I am not against medication, but for me, it needs to be a last resort. you know, I don't want to just, oh, you've got depression, let's give you some medication. Like I want to know like how can we help support her in healing and if and if that's the route we end up going, I want to make sure I've exhausted all mm. other routes. Yeah. And so she, um, two times we got called into the school, they had called the suicide prevention team. Um, with our consent, of course, but she was expressing, you know, suicidal, um, thoughts and feeling, and, you know, the first time it was shocking, it was hard. And we're like, you know, a few days ago, we knew she was not great, but like, it wasn't this bad. And honestly, a couple of days later, it wasn't as bad after that, but, um, We really were to the point where, um, our naturopath and her therapist, and a lot of people were recommending she needed inpatient. So we'd done a lot at that point, you know, again, she's seeing a naturopath, she's seeing a therapist, she's, we're doing all of these things. We're taking her to sound healings. We're doing lots of things to support her and we're not really getting much movement. And, um, and we used homeopathy or home. Homey, whatever I know, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. 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 Home, homeopathic remedies and mm-hmm. so, um, we were. It was highly recommended to go patient, and I'm, you know, looking for the. You know, there's not a lot of places I know places for uh, that are very natural, natural healing modalities and energy healing and stuff like that. But they really, that doesn't really exist for kids. And mm-hmm. I searched the whole country, you know, and I was willing to go anywhere and. Um, someone I knew had taken their kid, their adult children to the amon clinic. And, uh, I started looking into Dr. amon's work and they do brain scans. And I was like, you know, uh, I, I started following him and I was really intrigued by his work. And I knew through some other friends who knew people who went, who had, amazing things to say.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I scheduled for us to take her to the aiming clinic. It, it, you know, it was a few weeks out. It wasn't an immediate thing and they don't have a Phoenix, uh, we're in, in the Phoenix area. They don't have a Phoenix location. So, uh, so we booked the trip. And then a week before that trip was the second time the school had called in the suicide, um, crisis team. And at that point they're like, she really needs impatient. And I said, just I just need a week, you know, just let me get her. We're taking her out of town to do this. Just let me get her there. And so we did, and, um, we took her to the amen clinic and they, um, so they do brain spec scans, which is different. It's not looking at like structure of your brain. Like if you get a concussion and you go in the hospital, they're going to look at the structure of your brain. Uh, this is looking at the blood flow of, of, in your brain. And it's looking at where the blood is flowing and at this point they've done over 200,000 brain scans in the last like 30 years or something. And oh, amazing. And they know what I love and what I've discovered is there's seven patterns of depression and anxiety in the in the brain, in the blood flow of your brain and there's seven different patterns of ADHD in the blood flow of the brain. Like all of this stuff. And I'm just like, uh, and they know what they know is they know what works for which pattern. So it's not just, you know, what I love that Dr. Amen says is he says, um, the brain it, in mental health and the brain is the only area of medicine. We don't look at the organ that we're dealing with. Oh my gosh. Just, I have chills.
0: It's just, it's so, it's so true. It's, it is. It's so crazy. It's like, if you have a heart issue, you're going to get your heart scanned. You're going to have an image. If you have a knee or, you know, part of your body, but the brain, which is like the most important organ in our body. It's it's like, it's, it's insane. It's crazy. And when I
1: heard that, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? And so we went and the, the, the process is they do two brain scans. Um, Two separate days. One of them is resting. So um you're gonna be in a room where you're resting, not necessarily meditating, but just you know, real quiet and calm. Yeah. And then the other scan is with an active brain. So you're doing computer stuff, you know, that's really activating your brain right before. And so we did that. And then um, a lot of their work with the doctors and stuff can be done on Zoom, which I love because we were out of town. So we just yeah. flew in for the scans and came back to the Phoenix area. Um wow. and The doctor said, I'm not surprised, you know, she wasn't sleeping either. So there were a lot of things going on. Mm. Um, uh, She's always had, this a whole other subject I'm not going to dive into, but she's had something called um, ARFID. It's it's an eating disorder, but it is not bulimia or anorexia. It's totally different. It starts in young kids and it's like an avoidance of food, like a fear of food. Mm. And she's been in therapy for that already. And he said, I'm not surprised she's not sleeping. I'm not surprised she's depressed. And I'm not surprised about the ARFID. Because her brain, the blood flow in her brain was so overactive that they could tell. And they showed me, this is the brain of someone her age with normal blood flow activity in the brain. And this is her brain. And you can see all the parts of her brain that are really overactive. And it was, it blew me away. Wow. What they could see, what they knew. Um, I actually started reading one of his books, one of his earlier books around that time and just what I learned about myself and the rest of my family from his book was incredible without even the, you know, scan experience. But so for my daughter, um, he, the doctor recommended, uh, two, no, three supplements, which I'm all about. Well, <laughs> I'm not- yes. Yes.
0: Can you, will you share which ones that, yeah, not so, that we want to run? We want people to run out and say it, right. but let's see the protocol. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So one of them was NAC, which probably most of us take, right. Yeah. So they're a huge fan of NAC. And, and I don't know if I'll get in this say, but after that experience, the rest of our family got scanned, you know, a few months later and NAC were all on. Um, and then um, they have their own supplements. And I will tell you this sometimes, you know, when he recommended a couple of their supplements, there was this small piece of me that's like, Oh, is this like to make money on supplement? You know, yes. and but here's the deal. We just did it. Right. I'm yeah. like, I, it's not like it's, you know, that expensive, especially compared to the supplements we use, but the reason he created the supplement and a lot of, I see a lot of people do this is because the quality, right. He's all about quality. And so I know I can trust the quality of what he has. That's amazing. And so it, one's a serotonin mood support, one's a GABA, but it's a blend. So it's not just one straight, it's like a blend that they create for certain, um, things that they're targeting in the brain.
0: Wow.
1: And I will tell you the most incredible piece is that we started this and Oh, I will say they put her on one really, really low dose. Um, I believe it's an antidepressant. It's not like any of your big antidepressants and it's a, an incredibly low dose. And he said, this is not for the, for the depression. This is actually to help her sleep. And, um, Aww. because her brain just won't shut off for her to yeah. allow her to sleep. So so we did that and I don't remember which one it is. I looked at it, but they're very careful about what they prescribe. And what I love is they're very big about letting the supplements carry most of the weight. So Mm -hmm. if they are recommending a medication, it is so low dose that you're not likely to have side effects that you would have if you're taking the full, you know, full dose. Yeah. Yes. So within a month, she calls me from her friend's phone at school at lunchtime. And she said, mom, can I join the track team? And I'm like, who are you? Like she's never been athletic her whole life. So it's not even like she used to do track or softball. She never did anything. She never was interested in athletic stuff. So. Mm-hmm. And then she also asked to join an improv class and she did that. And I'm like, I that takes so much courage. Oh my gosh. Like I do a lot of courageous things and I don't think I'm willing to do that. I know. So. That sounds scary to me. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, okay, yes, let's sign you up. So um that always um several months ago it hasn't been quite a year but it was several months ago and literally she is thriving to this day like thriving she oh. is an entirely different kid and people who knew her through that period say they're like I don't I that's an entirely different kid and literally we noticed a difference in a month and so now fast forward we've continued to see uh this incredible improvement in her. And she now is in a jujitsu class, a women's empowerment jujitsu class. And let me just say, oh, so my goodness. she has so much confidence and this class, uh, one day I went and I walked up behind her and not in a scary mode, but just kind of joking. And I put my arm around her neck, you know, from behind, she literally was about to level me and I could feel my body going down. And I was like, do not level me. But the point is, right, she had that confidence and that, you know, she just and she loves it. And there's times where she would be like, Mom, I was here and I felt the vibes of someone and the vibes weren't good. And I knew I was on guard for my jujitsu, you know, and one of the things, ironically, looking back that the Amon Clinic highly, highly recommends is jujitsu. It is so good for the brain health. So I didn't know that at the time she enrolled in it, but it's just like, you know, Um, And some things I'll share about her treatment plan is it wasn't just about the supplements. It was about the therapy modality. You know, Mm -hmm. she was already in therapy, but there was a different modality that was better suited for what's going on in her brain. And they shared with us. Yeah, like I forget the modality we were doing, but they said, you know, she really needs cognitive behavioral therapy, possibly EMDR, and she was doing a different modality. So um, what's really cool is it's really mind, body, spirit. It's not just about supplements or medication.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then they did blood work, you know, they wanted to see her blood work and then um, a sleep study. And, you know, so they're really looking for what's yeah. causing this, you That's know, it's not yes. Mm-hmm. and the experience with her was so incredible um, that fast forward, the rest of our family went this past summer to get our brain scan. And um, that experience was like, I can't like the first experience was incredible. This next experience was, you know, the doctor there, we scanned our other two children and my husband and I, we all have similar brain types Mm. and, uh, my other two children have ADD or ADHD, which, um, I knew, and I've always known I have ADHD, but I've never been willing to get diagnosed because I've never been willing to take medication. So it's like, matter, right. It was so incredible. And what they described to my children, is I totally have chills over this. The doctor sat them down and he said, your brains are high performing brains and your brains are like Lamborghinis. They can achieve a speed and a level of achievement that takes a certain brain type that you have. But if you don't treat that vehicle with the right You know, oil and the right gas and the right Mm. maintenance, it's going to crash and burn. And you are going to be prone to depression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts. And this was so powerful because my husband and I are both high performers in our careers. And it's like our kids got that, but we in our own lives have experienced some of these things and seeing, right, that it's all in the brain. And my kids, what I loved is how they described it to my kids. My kids are like, I have a Ferrari brain, you know, like it's not, yes. like, oh, there's something wrong with me. It's not that at all. It's, oh my gosh, oh my gosh I have this amazing gift and mm-hmm. I have to treat it differently, you know, than maybe others around me are treating their brains. And, um, the other thing that I know will really resonate for you. And probably a lot of people in, um, that are listening is the doctor says to my kids with your brain type, you are very prone to walking in a room and feeling what other people are feeling. Mm. And he said, so you have to be careful because you might be feeling feelings that are not yours and you don't realize they're not yours. Oh my goodness. And that literally blew me out of the water. I'm like, this is science. This is, you know, this, this is all this stuff that a lot of people would think there's a side to this. Yes, exactly. But, but it, it's in the brain. They can see that in your brain. That is amazing. It was so powerful just to hear and know and their perspective. And, and I will do a share a funny story with you. When we were doing my, my husband's results, um, we were on zoom, we did the kids in person, but my husband, and I run zoom and the doctor says, so Uh, how much coffee do you drink? And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh my gosh, you have no idea. He drinks so much coffee. It's ridiculous. And then he can't sleep and all this stuff. And I tell him it's good. You know, it's so harmful for him. And I go on and on and on. Right. And my, and he says, well, if you had told me you're not drinking coffee, I would ask you, are you doing cocaine or meth? Because I can tell by your intake, how highly productive you are. And I know that your prefrontal cortex has a spot where the blood isn't really flowing very well. So in order for you to be as productive as you are, I know you have to do something significant to stimulate your prefrontal cortex. And I was like, what? So it was amazing because, right? Like my husband's coffee habit that I like freak out about. Yeah. Yeah. Is necessary and diving deeper. He knew my my husband and I both got sober as teens. I was a drug addict in high school and um he was too. And and they can tell by our brain type which drugs we were more prone to use. And the thing is, right, that I've learned with drug addiction and all of this is like I I and most people when they are doing drugs or they're drinking, they're actually medicating a part of their brain and. It's because their brain has an overactivity or an underactivity. And when, and you don't know it's your subconscious, right? Like you don't know that the reason that you're prone to wanting to drink alcohol or wanting to use cocaine in my case, like I needed the upper because my prefrontal cortex has low blood flow. Right. So I needed something to wake it up. And that was what the drugs did for me. They stimulated my brain. And so it was so powerful to see, because it's like, how many people have a drug addiction problem? Oh, Right. And if they got their brain scanned and got on some supplements and maybe some medication, right. Like the, they wouldn't have that issue anymore. Yeah. And, and then it's, you know, and, and, and again, I am, I'm sober and it's something I, you know, for over 20 years, but what an amazing difference that maybe my kids don't have to go through what oh I Oh my gosh. Yes. So wow. it, just the whole experience and I mean, I could go on and on and on, but the whole experience was so incredible and what they know and what they can see. And even the patterns of ADHD, you know, um, my, my second child, um, has had a lot of struggles. She's dyslexic and she's come to have a lot of negative beliefs and self-talk, you know, Mm -hmm. about her abilities. And the thing is, she's so brilliant and she's so creative and she's so like, she can invent things like you cannot even imagine. Right. And, but, um, she has some of these really deep emotional dives, you know, and then attention is an issue. So, you know, she's in school and she can't pay attention, and then her grades yeah. suck and now she's struggling. And it's this yeah.
0: whole battle, right? Oh, the downward spiral. Oh my
1: gosh, it's awful. And so after getting her scanned, you know, she's taken some supplements. And the thing is, we've had some instances and she's now in middle school and we've had some challenges where her her grades are struggling. And I can see the ADHD and what it's doing to her. And I can see, you know, we're doing these supplements, but but they're helping. But I can also see like, we need a little more support. Yeah. What I love is I talked to her doctor at the aiming clinic and he's like, okay, well, before we go to medication, let's try this. We're going to add this and we're going to change this and let's just, so what I loved is he wasn't like, okay, yes, let's put you on your kid on medication. Cause I was ready for that. If we're being yeah. honest, like, yeah. and I really am. I'm like, let's try everything. And if right. we're still struggling, then let's try medication. And So he was willing to take it further on a natural route than I, which if you know me, you know, like that totally. Yeah. Uh, And so what I love now, our last call, he's so good with them. And our last call, he did put her on a low dose medication, but it's not Adderall. They don't really like Adderall. It's, you know, it's something different that, and actually what he decided to use, he asked some amazing questions because he's diving. Is it the emotional dive? That's the challenge is the attention that's the challenge or is it defiance? Because some kids have a defiance, right? And So he really dug deep to find out what's happening. And then uh, what he chose to use is solo dose and she's open to it, you know? And so, I mean, it's only been about a week, but so I'm curious to see what the next quarter in school looks like for her, how her, how that changes. So the thing I love is I just really trust their work and that they have the depth of experience and just the results we've had are mind blowing to me.
0: Oh, you know, I really, Kristen, your story holds so much hope mm-hmm. for so many people. And when you reach out to me and you're like, "Have you heard a Dr. Amen, I'm like, oh, that sounds familiar. Well, I dove deep, you know, uh-huh. and I read his, and his most recent book is called the end of mental illness. Uh-huh. Oh my God. You, my friends, like, and what's so beautiful about his mission is he's really trying to end the, the stigma of mental illness and instead say brain health. Yes because we truly are our minds and our brains, right? They're they're, they're intermeshed, right? And so it's going, the, our brain is going to impact how we're thinking, what neurons we're firing and all the things that we're doing. And if it's not getting enough blood flow or too much blood flow, or we've had brain injuries, concussions, things like this that we don't really understand are impacting our here and now. And what I love is that he talks about medications like you talk. And I think with, okay, so we're a group of hippie moms, right? Right. Like yeah. I have a hard time taking a leave or Tylenol, you know, yeah. anything like that. If I'm like, unless I'm, you know, there are moments where yeah. it's like, you know what? I have no other choice and I'm, it's, it's okay. Yes. Because there's a beautiful, what we have in this new modern medicine is we have things that can work fast, but they don't fix the under, right? The underlying cause, what's actually causing it. So what I love he does is he actually creates that he makes sure that the medications are paired with supplements. Yes, that help not only the medication work better, but also if there are negative effects, it just helps it. It's 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 science. I mean, it's it's this beautiful and like you said, it's this spirituality. It's bringing everything together. Yes, which is not common. <laughs> It's not common. And that's what I loved and why I'm so
1: passionate about his work. And that's why I trust his work, right? Yeah. Is because I know that he's not just going to put me on a medic. And when I did my brain scan, oh, yeah. What's funny is I read his book. Uh, it's called change your brain, change your life. And when I read that, I pr- was predicting my brain scan and my husband's brain scan. Right. And I was accurate on everything, I guess, but there were some things there that I didn't know about. Right. Mm. And um one of mine, I have low blood flow in my hippocampus. And so it that creates memory. And so for me, he's like, it could be hormonal, which is amazing because I've been working with my natural path on some hormonal imbalances. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's very legit. The other thing is I snore. And he said, you know, we're gonna do a sleep study because when you sleep, if you're snoring, you might not get enough oxygen to your brain, and that's gonna right. affect your hippocampus. And then um, what was the other thing? Oh. The, um, they did some heavy metal testing, like they did a hair sample. So they're trying to find out like, what is causing this? And some people do have like mold exposure that they don't even know about. That's creating issues in their brain. That's creating mental health issues. And, you know, so many things they, they talk about. And he, he probably talked about that in his book, definitely in his Ted talk and in the books I've read, he had someone, um, an 11 year old come to him in the nineties And the mom said, he's suicidal and homicidal. He's drawing pictures of killing people. And at 11 years old, that's unheard of. And keep in mind, this was before Columbine happened, right? So he scanned his brain and he found out he had a cyst on his brain and it was, it was pressing on parts of his brain that suppress emotion and also creating anger and aggression. So he went through several neurosurgeons who would not operate on him because he wasn't having seizures or, you know, because it wasn't like physical, right? So he finally found someone to operate on this boy. They did the operation. The mom said after the surgery, that was the first time she'd seen her son smile in a year. Oh. And since then, now he's a grown adult. He's got a family, productive member of society. He also happens to be Dr. Amon's nephew. And he says at the time, there were so many naysayers about his work that that really fueled him to continue his work because oh. that was one of the th- things he knew right. I'm doing what I meant to do. I'm doing, this is what I meant to do. And I can share like the cost of the Amon clinic was so inexpensive compared to sending my daughter to an inpatient compared to going, you know, and she's in therapy, you know, she's still in yeah. therapy, but, um, and even as supplements, when I compare, um, the supplements against we order on full script and we compare against the brands that I know are really good brands. Right. Yeah the cost is really good. Some of them are less. Right. And so, and and I can trust the quality. So I do a mix right of my full script order and my, wow. um, and my um, Amen clinic, but it's just, honestly, I feel like he's doing, he's living his passion and the cost of it is so low compared to the cost of mental health challenges that go on and on and on and unresolved for so many years that, I mean, we are so living in a world. I mean, and honestly, someone can bump their head and not have a concussion yeah, exactly. and not even know that it's creating a spot in their brain where the blood's no longer flowing, that is creating all these things, they're, these feelings they're experiencing, you know? And so often they talk about people will come in and they're like, Have you bumped your head? No. And then they start, they're like, Oh, well, over here you have low blood flow. And they're like, Wait a minute. I bumped my head when I was 12 years old, you know, like, yeah. or I fell out of a car, whatever. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's pretty amazing what they can see and what the results like. The result we're living in a world of all of us are affected by this. Yeah, even the woman who you'll like this. The woman who was a co-founder of Whole Thirty, she went and saw him recently because she had bumped her head a couple of years ago and had had brain fog and you know, she did everything naturally she could think of she's food, she's healing with food, she's doing all this stuff and she's still struggling. She went and exactly, she, she didn't go to the hospital for a concussion or anything, but exactly where she bumped her head, they could see that the blood wasn't flowing there. And right. Like how powerful is that, that now she has new tools to heal her brain and she's someone who's probably
0: very naturally driven. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, like this is what as we come into our hip yes of course we want our homes to you know not be full of toxin like yes that that is something we're working towards and at the same time you know when we have kids that are struggling or we're struggling with depression or we're struggling with our brain health, you know you know it there it, it's just we need that support we need to look at our brain and say this is what's happening this isn't what, and, and have someone to guide us because, how it's so rare to find someone like Dr. Amen. It is right. So rare.
1: And honestly, his doctors, because you don't see him, right? Yeah. His doctors are incredible. You know, the doctor we saw last summer, the doctor, the first doctor I saw for my oldest child, I really wanted that doctor, but we were going to a different clinic because it was closer and mm-hmm. tagging onto our vacation. And uh so it's kind of bummed. We weren't seeing him. And then when I saw the doctor, we went to blown away, like, you know what I mean? So I just, not Amazing. that every one of his doctors, but um it just blew me away how good they were and mm. they care and they just you know just an incredible experience and <sighs> Um, I will share. I'm very excited. So I live in Phoenix. Um, They're opening their 11th clinic in Phoenix in January.
0: And I'm like, oh my gosh,
1: that's amazing. I'm so excited. Like I'm so excited. So I love to share our experience because honestly, uh, along the journey, I've met so many people who are in the same spot and you know, when my daughter was struggling, she didn't want me talking to people about it. And certainly in my close circles, I would with people close to me, but she was embarrassed. She was hiding, right? And that's, yes. I feel like so many parents, you know, in order to honor our children, there is a piece where we might not be sharing some things. Oh, God. And I did ask my daughter before I did this today if I had her permission to share her story, because when she was going through it, she, she would not have ever allowed me to talk about this. And she said, yes, you know, and she (sighs) was excited. And so that's the cool part of the journey, right? Is that when you're in it, you can't you may not necessarily be able to talk about it because you're trying to honor your kids. Yeah. But it's a hard place to be. It's uh, like you're so, so lost. lonely. Totally. And you don't know where to go. I mean, don't know what to do. Oh, and we we met a woman who places people and she knows all across the country and we were ready to hire her to find like what's the best fit for our daughter. And the woman was incredible, right? But we just said to her, we talked to her, and like, we're after the Amon clinic, we'll connect with you. And then we never needed that, you know? And so, literally, she was at that point, had we not gone to the Amon clinic, she would have gone inpatient. And I will tell you this she's not doing drugs, she hasn't done drugs. And at 12 years old, I know that I was doing drugs as a youth, and I learned a lot in an inpatient treatment facility that both my husband and I were not ready for our 12 year old daughter to learn or be exposed mm-hmm. to. So, that oh, was the gosh. hard part, too, right? Is I wanted to, Something more natural, but also I didn't want her exposed to some of the things I knew she'd be exposed to. And oh my gosh, right here we are, and we didn't have to go that route. And we were literally on that doorstep. Oh,
0: it's a hero's journey. It is, it's beautiful. And here you are, you know, in this place where you can share your story and, and, and this, I chills all over my body and, and it's a love ripple. Now you don't know what's going to happen or how you can help someone listening, but I know there's someone listening. That's like, Oh yes. my gosh. Yes. I'm going to look there. I will
1: share with anyone. And honestly, if someone wants to geek out with me and look at our brain scans, I will show them to them because that's how, like, it's just amazing to show like, okay, here's a normal brain scan. And then, yeah. here. and for my other two kids, what was amazing is um, their brains are just as, and even a little more overactive as is, is my oldest. And so what I love is the fact that is that they may never have to get to where she got because we're getting support to for them before it's so apparent, you know, because you, you can only go so long with that. You can only go, yeah. and we can help balance their brain to, to function better. And maybe they never have to go through what she went through. And that oh. for me was like, just huge. And I was even debating, should the rest of us go? You know, but I just wanted to know. And I'm yeah. so grateful that we did because I learned so much about, and I'll show this, you know, my youngest sucks her thumb and has a blanket and, you know, and we said, you know, the dentist wants her to stop, but it's just this battle. And he said, well, here's the thing. She's soothing a part of her brain that needs soothing by doing that. So if she stops, I would ask you, what does she replace it with? Mm-hmm. And that's so powerful. Cause think of how many teens, right? You think back Ugh. when they did those things, they were coping in another way. And we're like, Oh, you can't do this and stop sucking your thumb and stop doing this. And, right. And then, but what we don't realize is we're not giving them the tools or the support they need. And then later they do do drugs or they do, they're doing other things. Right. Yeah. And it's always and- going to be replaced unless you figure out why like, and in today's world, we can replace it with screens. We can place it with food. We can replace it with drugs. Like it's, it's more than just drugs. It's so much more. We have so many outlets to cope now that if we just look at our brains, we might not need those coping mechanisms.
0: Oh my goodness. And we could save years of our lives and our livelihoods and our relationships. I mean, it's just, uh, it's beautiful. And it's, you know, I think uh, it, also helps us remove the stigma of mental illness, yes. and even taking small doses of something like it is not. We are here to show up and to become who we are, and these these like health things I believe are divinely created for us to overcome and yes. to evolve through. And now you're with your experience. Now you can bring this to more women and mm. mothers, and and because I know that I mean who isn't struggling with brain health. It's true.
1: And so many people don't realize, like, you just don't realize and how many people are seeking the answer and they're looking. And honestly, again, we're more naturally driven. And so it was so hard for me to be in a spot of like, we're doing the sound healings. We're doing, we're doing all of these natural things that I know can help. But at the end of the day too, my kid is my kid. And, you know, I, I just love that. I feel like, I feel like a Western medical community, how he's using it is how it's meant to be used. It's not just medication, medication, medication. It's, it's really, there are benefits there that are, that if you're using it properly can help and heal, but I think it's the whole picture. Right. And that's what I love is
0: it's the whole picture for them. It's the whole picture. I'm curious, were there any, like, I don't know, lifestyle things that they were really talking about? Oh, Oh, please share.
1: Okay. So definitely food was a huge one and he's a huge believer in organic food and clean. And, you know, so all of that, which, you know, if that was all something that we started years ago is cleaning up our food. And so I, that was not a change we had to make, but that is a huge one that a lot of people do. And um, I, there was somebody I know who went, who made some of the adjustments, but the food was one that they, you know, didn't, adapt to so well and and that is a huge piece of it right yes. and so yeah. that's something i love is there he's huge on food another one which some of your fans might not love but alcohol shrinks your brain and so he yeah. he doesn't dr Amy's like i don't drink at all and yeah. you know it's for me There are some things, right, where like if you just you're aware. But one of the questions Dr. Amen always talks about is when you go to do something, will this help my brain or hurt my brain? Mm -hmm. And so it's like knowing those things that help or hurt. And then um, two others I'll share. uh, The the doctor we saw, he said the number one thing you can do that's more important than supplements, it's more important than the food, it's more it's more important than all of it. Is he said for your brain type, for our entire family's brain type, we should be exercising at least 20 minutes in the morning. And even more like a high intensity exercise or like a Pilates or whatever, he said, that's the number one thing. If you, he said, if you do nothing else that I suggest to you, that's the number one is wow. start your day because we have another, they actually look at genetics too. Right. And so my daughter and I both have a gene where, um, and of course, we know genes don't have to express, right? right. So, one that I'm really big on. Uh, but we do have a gene. So, then it's having the awareness that he gave the example like, if a kid goes in and gives a presentation in class, there's anxiety usually leading up to it, right? You're thinking about the presentation and all of this. And then, for a lot of kids, once they sit down and the presentation's over, the experience is over. You know, their body relaxes, their brain chemicals release, the, you know, whatever, all yeah. this stuff. And uh, he said, for my daughter and I, we have a a genetic component that for us, when we're done, we actually hold on to the experience for hours afterwards. And he said, so the challenge is, if you have a kid where that gene is very much active, right? And yeah. they're experiencing that, they're in school, let's say they give that presentation, they're holding on to that anxiety for hours afterwards. But then you go to lunch and something happens and a friend has a spout. Now you're holding that for hours. So you know, it's like you're just layering one thing on top of another on top of another. And no wonder you're so depressed and anxious. And so the supplements just help the brain not stick, you know, the balance is the brain. So you don't have to experience those things. And and I've noticed that, you know, with my daughter, that was so powerful to learn because I, have and then it, it's also good to know for myself sometimes when I'm holding on and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, yeah. Um, and then, so there was one other thing, the exercise, the, um, food was another one, um, they are really big into, you know, doing meditation, huge into meditation, huge. So that's, you know, that's one thing I just love is it's not just about supplements. And I know Mm -hmm. I focused a lot on that because that was one of the areas we, we didn't have in check and food we, we did have in check. Um, and actually for my daughter with her, that's actually not totally in check, but again, right. Like we're as good as we're going to get the time. Um, so I, it, what It is about lifestyle. It's not about just doing one thing. It literally is about the whole picture with them. And they're, it's totally in alignment. Oh, I know what the other one was that is interesting and will probably be a little controversial. But um, when you look at brain scans um marijuana use actually creates some challenges in the brain and so when people are using it for depression it can actually in the long run create more severe depression and that was very interesting because a lot of people look at that as very natural yeah. right yeah reality and when you look at the brain scans of the marijuana use you can see what it's doing to the brain and so that was very interesting to me because I'm not for against I support you know whatever yeah. Um, And then most recently, what's cool is he is doing, they're doing scans on, um, you know, more psychedelic uses like your psilocybin. And Mm -hmm. so he recently shared some information, a three-part series he did on psilocybin. And it was interesting because he doesn't give... You know, he's very careful not to because the research isn't done like it's early. And while while some of us have beliefs on how that is really beneficial, what was so cool in his most recent one was he said they did a brain scan on someone um, using psilocybin and what they learned is if they have high cingulate activity, which cingulate is a part of the brain, okay. High cingulate. Now people with a high cingulate tend to have obsessive thoughts. They tend to like, it could be OCD or okay. right. So those are very mm-hmm. cingulate, uh, type high blood flow in the cingulate. Uh, so the psilocybin they found calms the cingulate. So that's a really good thing. Right. So that mm-hmm. makes sense with anxiety or whatever. Yeah. I said, um, If someone does not have high singular, or maybe they have low singular activity, maybe that's not the best thing for them. So Mm -hmm. what's so cool is it's not about one thing works for everybody, right? It really truly is like, let's look at your brain and then let's figure, then we're going to share with you what we know works for your brain type. Yes. And that was so cool because I, I mean, I do believe in some of these more natural healing modalities and it was just such an interesting thing to say, wait a minute. If we all have different brain types, then different things are going to work for us. Even the natural healing modalities will all be different totally. for us. Yes. Right?
0: Oh, and that just, I just feel that brings so much more. Uh, it brings a lightness and, yeah. like, okay, we're not all the same. Just because you're doing this over here doesn't mean that I should be doing that and getting the same results. Like, we we're unique and we, and just honoring that. And I really love their approach. I mean, just reading and the book again, I'm going to put a link for the users, the end of mental illness. And then you mentioned change your brain, change your life, change your brain, change your life is one of his earlier books. So it's awesome. He has, um, that talks
1: about some medications that he now would tell you he doesn't use as much because he's found more supplemental ways. Right. But it was, it's still a powerful book. Like, One thing from that book that jumped at me was, um, he talks about people who have a high, um, I think it's basal ganglia activity, um, usually are like CEOs or entrepreneurs and they are always doing. And he said, for people who have high blood flow there, they have a really hard time resting. And so when the weekend comes and there's, there's more downtime, their anxiety goes up. And I was like, oh my gosh. I can relate to that so much. Mm. And I see that my husband, I see, you know, and I'm just like, yeah. how powerful to know, right. Like something like, even with my husband, I'm like, don't you ever rest? Right. Yes, well, like, can you just be present? Exactly. Can you calm down? But, but, but right. Like it's, that's a, it's a brain thing. Right. And totally. they, when we saw them, they said, you know, we can tone that down enough to where you're not doing that, but you probably don't want that. Right. Cause that actually isn't necessarily you. Yeah. So why don't we bring that so we common enough. So you don't crash and burn, but you still have it enough to be productive. And oh. so that's the cool. is just finding that balance, right. That works yes. for each person and not, it's not like an idea of like, okay, you should be here. It's more like, where do you want to be? And what are your goals? And what do you want to get out of this? So
0: and how you can have, it can actually be tailored.
1: Yes. Oh, that.
0: I mean, that's crazy. Oh, it's so
1: powerful. It's, it's just art. So powerful. It is. Yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah. Kristen, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. And if anybody wanted to reach out, I am so happy to mm-hmm. share any part of it. You know, yeah. some questions, I will always answer them. So you can share my information. I'm totally. I would love
0: that. Thank yeah. you so much. I just, you know, I just really feel that this has such a divine love ripple attached to this conversation. And then I really do believe it. And I want to get my brain scanned. I'm going to look into it. Oh my gosh. I think, I think it would just be so amazing to know, to know what to, and I love that they're going to be opening one in Phoenix because that's so much closer. Yes. It's so cool. I'm so excited. And there was, oh, his most recent book is called
1: You Happier. So I haven't finished it. I started, it's really good, but he has a lot of books. So I think the ones you yeah. mentioned are fabulous. So Okay. That's
0: great. I'm going to, I'm going to put, I'm just going to put his information in the show notes so people can know, and then I'll share yours as well. You know there might be a mom on here that like needs a little bit of support Kristen, and i just appreciate you being there you know we're, we're not meant to do this alone no we're not uh, we are so not we're meant to do this
1: as a tribe and yes. that's kind of it's something we're not doing as much as yeah. we do but i feel like we're kind of getting back to that in some ways
0: yeah we're gonna get back to it and we're gonna do it kind of in a new way i mean look how great that you and i can have this conversation you're in phoenix i'm in albuquerque yet we can bring this conversation to so many people so it is but we do we do need community and we need support and um i'm just so grateful that you reached out and that you shared your experience and will you just give our love to your daughter yes. and thank, thank her, yes. her for allowing you to share that her yes. story and Absolutely. how that's going to impact who knows we don't even have to know we just know that this was meant to be a hundred percent i agree Yeah. Thank you. Thank you
1: for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Oh
0: my gosh. It's my honor, girl. So, all right, Kristen. Well, um, thank you everyone for listening. Check the show notes for everything we just mentioned and talked about, and uh, we'll catch you on the next hippie moms podcast. Bye.
1: Bye.